so welcome to first time reviews by say it podcast we are here we are live we are back from the trenches we took about three to four years off i don't know how long it's been it's been a while uh we've got other things going on we're starting other businesses so we've been extremely busy uh first i want to give a shout out to my boy dino from her podcast rest in peace and michelle and the rest of the family but we are back and um inspiration wise it's all because of him why i started podcasting and i will never forget and um my long lost brother i will see you soon buddy and uh anyway so let's get on with it and i want to go with the first video here and uh, this is my top five favorite horror franchises. Uh, the big ones, the biggest ones that I could find that I can remember that have a lot of movies, a lot of sequels, and a lot of trilogies in horror. And uh, yes, they are going to be, a lot of it's going to be retro uh, stuff that has been around for a while. Around, I would say, the golden era of horror right of horror movies which is the 80s the 90s the 70s right uh and i'm not discounting the 50s but lugosi's dracula lon cheney lon cheney jr all the greats this is basically around the time when i grew up when i was younger and all the awesome 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 horror movies that i got to watch uh, but these are the five top franchises that i really wanted to go over and i'm going to rate them down from five to one uh being like the least favorite out of all five but let's keep in mind i love all five franchises these are the best ones out of all and they're rated downwards to the final and my most favorite now a lot of you are going to disagree with some of them many of you will agree with a lot of them but it's basically my choice and my picks and for all of you all your newbies all your new kids you know gen z's and all the kids younger kids who have not got to see a lot of these movies uh keep in mind if you haven't seen any of these franchises or any certain movies within these franchises please go check them out i highly recommend them yes there are some bad ones there are some good ones but you will love them i hope you enjoyed them as much as i did when i was younger basically you get to see a lot of practical effects a lot of makeup special effects where there was no cgi or very little cgi and a majority it had to be done by the creative and intuitions of the makeup and effects teams they had to make up their own stuff on the fly they had a lot of fun doing it but yes the process was longer and tedious and you didn't have computers sort of to help them out with that but i loved it some stuff looked fake some stuff looked really good for the time but if you can get past all that and really enjoy the plots and a lot of the storylines uh and the great great scripts and um screenplays you will sort of love these movies and that's a big reason why they're remaking a lot of these movies today right the evil dead and all these franchises right they're making them over and over again because people are craving authenticity in their horror now again you know it's coming back right so i love it i enjoy movies that to this day start doing more practical effects in their movies and are not solely relying on cgi uh you know those horrible sci-fi shows and horror movies where they just totally <laughs> make fun of cgi and just make it look totally terrible on purpose in my opinion so let's go let's do the five top ranking the lowest down to the best in my favorite so let's go and the first one 
we're going to do is the Halloween franchise. Now, this was a debatable one. It almost fell to the fourth of my favorite ones, uh, but it is probably uh, the first one is an amazing movie. Uh, the second one was really extremely lackluster. Uh, at the time, the second one, Halloween, came out, it was... They said it was actually pretty good, but as time went by, people began to really look back on it and realize that uh, Halloween 2 was pretty garbage. Um, but the first one is a trademark movie. There's, uh, It's basically the birth of the slasher movie. Michael Myers, the character in Halloween, the original, um, was a transcending force and it set the stage for really good slasher films uh, in all of the 80s through that whole situation there with that whole genre. So Halloween is the one that kicked it off. And coming coming from its humble beginnings, um, as uh, Carpenter would travel from small movie theater to small movie theater, pushing that movie out, uh, it was organically grown popularity. It was a movie that was basically so good and so scary that a lot of people just loved it when they saw it. And it became international uh and he was persistent on it but that was a great idea what he did because uh, none of the studios really wanted to pick it up none of the movie theaters wanted to play it so the fact that he traveled and actually showed that movie in small theaters and just got such an overwhelmingly um like positive response and people loved it so much that the industry was forced to like really push it on, put it on blast and as time went by it got better and more popularity and it became a, basically one of the horror legends so the whole horror fa franchise was great it had a lot of spawned a lot of sequels to it some good some terrible the final halloween um was most likely the more the worst one people are saying it was extremely terrible uh got bad reviews i didn't purposely watch it i couldn't watch it but uh i mean you have great great ones halloween 3 which was uh you know was a movie on its own a great movie uh nothing related to the sequels and uh you know it's very hard to do that when you find a movie that's a sequel to a movie but has nothing to do with the original plot line but it's still a good movie so uh yeah but there, there was a, just a lot of movies a lot of halloween films that did fall short on my opinion and that is the reason why i ranked it down at the lowest at the lowest level but once again the first movie is the icon and it's the one that started all off in my opinion so now we're going to do uh number four number four is the nightmare on elm street franchise now what separates the nightmare on elm street franchise from a lot of horror franchises is the great ideas the special effects crews uh and the basically practical effects that were done in the freddy movies because um when you have sort of freddy as a dream demon right the the plot line of the Fred of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, you basically gives you free reign, right? He controls dreams and it gives you the free reign to do whatever you want in your makeup effects team. It doesn't have to be real. It's a dream. So anything is possible. You can do all these amazing practical effects and sequences within the films. So they had, it's just must have been fun to do and have all this free range as a as an artist and a make makeup effects creator to all these different things. And you got to see all these amazing fun stuff. And of course, Freddy Krueger, Robert England, who just mastered uh, his role in that movie. And basically, it's sort of like only he can play Freddy Krueger. Now, the remake by Jackie Earl Haley, uh, he played the Freddy in the in the remake of the Nightmare on Elm Street original. He was a good Freddy, but still, I mean, trying to sort of 
come under the shadow of Robert England and take over that role is just almost impossible. And of course, my favorite Freddy was the uh, Freddy from New Nightmare, more darker, serious Freddy, which I really, really loved. But, you know, this is just my preference, and this doesn't fall uh, short on a lot of other people who like the franchise. Uh, I love Freddy Krueger, but uh, I wasn't. I'm more into like the more serious serial killer, the more serious psycho slasher guy. So I wanted mine to be, you know, the jokes are cool, but then it was sort of failing short. You know, it was starting to look more goofy and spoofy than it was actually a real horror, scary horror movie as something that would make you scared at night. I think the first Nightmare on Elm Street sort of pushed that fear, that creepiness element into the genre. But after, as the Freddy movies went on, it began to look more silly, more cartoonish. And that sort of, you know, put me a little off on the franchise. But still, overall, an amazing franchise to watch. Uh, I also think Freddy vs. Jason, the Freddy in that one, uh, was probably one of England's best performances as Freddy because you got to see different types of Freddy in that movie. You got to see a darker Freddy like in New Nightmare and you got to see more of the comedic Freddy in, as you saw in the other franchises. So you had multiple layers of Freddy Krueger in that movie. So I really liked it and I liked the face, the facial changes with some of the CGI effects in, um, in that movie, Freddy vs. Jason, what they did with Freddy. But overall, it's a little spoofy and that's basically what shot it down. Uh, to number four. Then coming in at number three, of course, is the beloved Friday the 13th franchise. Now, I'm a huge fan of Friday the 13th. I think Jason is like my favorite um, slasher of all time. Uh, basically, as you know, Friday the 13th is, is basically a knockoff of Halloween. Uh, they literally admitted it. And they just had fun with it. It's basically like a spoof to have fun with Friday the 13th franchise. And originally, they approached the producers uh, of the original Halloween and pitched the Friday the 13th uh, franchise to them. And basically, the producers of Halloween laughed them off and said, we already did that. That's ridiculous. And so they just went ahead and went with it, uh, everyone else. And of course, uh, Savini jumped in on the project and a lot of people jumped in on Friday the 13th uh, franchise. Now, the Friday the 13th franchise is very extensive. There's a lot of movies, and to this day, uh, new Friday the 13th keep coming out of the woodwork. I think as far as like the other two, like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Halloween's franchise just wrapped up. I don't know if they're going to be doing any more movies. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's pretty much, I think, finished. But Friday the 13th is something that just keeps on going and going and going. Uh, and it can keep going because anyone can play Jason, right? It's not too hard to cast Jason as far as like Freddy casting another Freddy is hard. And Michael Myers not too easy as well. I mean, you can change Michael Myers up a little bit, but Halloween is finished. I think they're pretty much done with that franchise. But Friday 13th is a great, great, great franchise. And a lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun like killings in the in the in, in each of the movies. Of course, like any other genre, you have like some of the bad ones and some good ones. But I personally think the um, originals up to like um, up to uh, Jason Goes to Hell were pretty much all great. I even liked how uh, Friday the 13th Part 5. Uh, I thought it was, even though Jason wasn't in it, I still thought it was a great sort of different sort of offshoot of the actual 
original Friday 13th in there, but nevertheless, it was still great. And, uh, you know, but basically, yeah, Friday 13th, basically not too much wrong with it, but the next two basically outshine Friday 13th in a lot of different ways. And that's where we're going to go uh, to it. Now, the next one, the finally number two, of course, is the Evil Dead franchise. The Evil Dead franchise sets itself apart from its previous ones that I listed here is because not only are the effects and the story is fun, but the characters are memorable. And Ash, uh, Bruce Campbell's character, basically carries the franchise. Without him in the franchise, it's finished. And that's why Bruce Campbell not playing Ash Williams, sort of not being in any of, sort of the sequels or the remakes is pretty much a done deal for the Evil Dead franchise. But regardless of that, the whole genre is amazingly great. The story's great. It's a fun movie to sit through. They're exciting movies. They're just fun movies. Uh, Army of Darkness is not even as scary as the other two, but it's just a fun movie to sit through. The effects are great, and it's just a fun movie. And then, of course, you go down to Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's season right now airing on Netflix. It is just a fun fun and it's amazing after all those years from evil dead to uh evil dead 3 that ash vs evil dead is held up exceptionally well effects have gotten better it is just a fun 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 uh franchise a horror franchise and it's not as many movies as the friday the 13th franchise or the nightmare elm street franchise or the halloween franchise but it's just the originality the the, the special effects, the practical effects, all the fun stuff that Sam Raimi does with these movies and the way he shoots them. Uh, unlike uh, the other three I just mentioned before, the sh Evil Dead is shot in many different camera angles. It's just the brilliance of what a great director Sam Raimi is. So it's if it wasn't for Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, the Evil Dead franchise is still a great franchise. But without them, uh, that franchise just shines. So that is why, for me, that one squeaked out... Uh, basically above those other three but i i can watch evil dead franchise forever and just bruce campbell's performance in it and ash williams the character of ash williams is just a favorite of mine and i still i want to tell you this i still really wish that they would do uh the idea of the expendables of horror where you have jason you have ash you have freddie and michael myers all chucky all the famous horror movie villains and together in one freaking movie would be freaking awesome of course we know that is like a dreamland but that would be great to see right ash williams fighting jason fighting all these different like horror movie characters would be so cool but anyway that's great but now we're gonna go to number one now this is basically my personal favorite a lot of people will probably disagree with this but this is only because this is my favorite horror genre my favorite type and my favorite franchise and that is the romero living dead franchise now it's not for everybody a lot of people may not like it a lot of people love it but what this franchise has done is it's basically created it's basically revamped the zombie horror genre and it's changed it because up to Romero's Night of the Living Dead, which was the first installment in the series, uh, zombies were depicted as, you know, the, you know, uh, the white zombie, old white zombie movie, right, from the 50s, uh, where they were just like voodoo zombies or people possessed or just they would just walk around and they were more like slaves than dangerous, right? And what 
he invented what they call the ghoul uh, Romero. And the ghoul is basically a reanimated dead body that comes to life and that eats people. It's cannibalistic, right? And it drives on instinct. And it's just more of a machine. And they're slow and they moan. And it's more eerie, more eerie. And it's a whole new monster, basically, if you think about it where uh, Romero took the idea and changed it to a whole new monster. And it has more deeper tones to it, more about society, such as like Friday the 13th was more about premarital sex and teenagers and sort of making fun of that. This is more about actual society issues, um, the sort of darkness that people have in society, how it crumbles, consumerism, all the more deeper things within uh, the stuff that Romero actually did meant to do like some stuff was unintentional but there was some stuff that he did that was intentional right so the great thing about the 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 romero living dead universe is that it's very versatile right and there's a lot of new stuff that came with it and the 69 sleeper hit was an independent movie on public domain by the way so you can watch it on youtube or whatever but it basically came out of nowhere and it changed the zombie franchise forever, the zombie, the zombie horror genre forever. And it's really, really, to me, more of an in-depth franchise than the other ones. It has more, more meaning to it, right? And it's basically spawned the zombie craze, which started in the 2000s, right? Because before that, zombie movies were more like, uh, more like cult classics cult like they had their own little cult fan base but now they put it more mainstream due to movies like 28 days later resident evil movies the resident evil game so the romero genre has definitely been the one that's kick-started uh we wouldn't have walking dead if it wasn't for it. greg nicotero protege of tom savini and all this so so basically that you know this is basically a game-changing franchise and i think i love basically a lot of the characters uh, through this franchise, and yes, it does suffer um, the same thing as the other franchises. It has some of that, some of its bad movies, some some bad shows, uh, the, the terrible sci-fi movies that we watch, you know. But uh, just like anyone, it has you know it's it's setbacks and and but great movies. So, but basically, the whole genre is basically just overall. I would say more rounded and scary, fun, everything all in one, right? The Romero movies, uh, some are meant to be a little bit funny, but in overall, more of a serious, uh, they have more serious undertones to them, right? If you if you watch the first three installments, uh, Return of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Living Dead, and Day of the Dead, it was more, they were more serious movies uh, and um, Land of the Dead. And then, as you started doing the newer ones, they were sort of more a little slapstick, you know, but uh, still, to me, my favorite one is definitely the Romero Living Dead franchise. Uh, all great movies. They all were different in their own little ways. Uh, so they were not all repetition, like you see in basically the Nightmares and the Friday 13th franchise, but very, very good. And uh, my opinion, it's just one of those are my favorite. That's the kind of horror that I like, right? So basically... Number one squeaks it out, uh, Romero's Living Dead franchise. So uh, anyway, thank you very much for watching the video. And also, go down description and leave a comment. Tell me what you think 
uh, what's your favorite, right? If I miss the franchise that you think should be up there in the top five, right? Or if you want it in the order the way you like it, go comment down there. Let me know. Be respectful. Be nice. This is a civil place. We just want here to have fun. All right. No trolling. Be cool. But comment down below. Let me know what you think. Also, like the video and subscribe. Subscribe because the more you subscribe, the more our subscribers go up, the more I'm obligated to actually put more content out there for you so we can have some fun and talk about some cool stuff, right? So anyway, thanks again. This is Keith from Say It. And thank you for watching First Time Reviews. And we'll see you again in the next video. And also, go to the next video. Check it out. There's just more fun stuff to go to. Uh, we have other stuff that we talked about on the Romero as well. So also check that out. So anyway, I won't keep you here too much longer. Go ahead, subscribe, like, hit the bell so you get notified for the next video. And we'll talk to you again. We'll see you in the next video.